Welcome to the Happiness Habit Podcast. I'm your host, Kara Payton, and this is your resource for becoming the happiest person you know. This podcast dives deep and is the ultimate success hack for your mind, body, and spirit. So come with your mind and heart wide open. You can expect to hear from the brightest, most successful minds in the world of personal development, health, relationships, wealth, and entrepreneurship, all bringing you their raw and real stories and cutting-edge perspectives to help you break through your biggest barriers and create massive transformation. If you're new around here, subscribe or follow and share with a friend. You never know what message they may find that they truly needed to hear. And if you've been around here for a while, welcome home. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get to the show. What is up, everyone? Kara Payton here with the Happiness Habit Podcast. So glad you could join me for another episode. Today is going to be perhaps a conversation that I hope it reaches you at the right time or right in the middle of these questions that I am getting about the notion of spirituality juxtapositioned against religion or why we do that to ourselves, why we have this dichotomy that seems to exist between the religious and the spiritual. And you know, when it first was presented to me as a kind of a, a debate of like, you know, do you consider yourself religious or spiritual? And I kind of felt a little odd because, you know, in my experience, I did that. I did. I left the church when I was in my mid to late 20s and I found something a little too, in one particular sermon, I was sitting in church and I found myself just kind of off put by the message that the pastor was giving And without any question, without any pause, I kind of just, you know, decided that that message, you know, wasn't for me and that maybe church wasn't for me. I threw the baby out with the bathwater and decided to get up and leave church. And it had been, you know, not a long time coming, but just slowly I just found myself not resonating with some of the messaging that was going on in the church. And, you know... I, I felt that way, that I was leaving the church, that I had outgrown it. And I used that word in my mind. I remember specifically thinking that, oh, you know, now that I've left the church, I'll go into something a little bit more mature or a little bit more grown or, you know, something that holds more space for me to exist. And I found spirituality And it was funny because, you know, I went whole hog into, you know, the numerology and the crystals and the meditations and the essential oil. I went full on into that, you know, now I'm, I went from Father God to Mother Earth. And the thing is, I also found myself in the same place of, okay, well, I've done all the things. I have collected all of the the status collected all the checkpoints that you do with spirituality as I did with the church you know I was doing the Sunday Wednesday Saturday night you know at church I had become a Bible study regular I was somebody who clocked in and volunteered and was you know checking the boxes in the church and in religion and so I had gone what I thought was a totally different direction I had moved into spirituality and I considered myself to be an enlightened person, which, you know, of course is the number one sign that I didn't know a thing and that I was far from enlightenment. But in there, I was, I was growing my knowledge of what faith was and how I was going to operate as a human being. And I still felt like it was missing something. And as I moved 
forward, you know, I, I got rid of the crystals. I, you know, put away the meditation pillow and I just kind of, okay, how can I make it? None of these things, none of these extremes in the pendulum are working. You know, where is my, where's my middle ground? Where am I actually supposed to be? And it was then when I finally opened that line of questioning with myself, like what actually works for me? What holds me entirely? It seems like I'm such a different human being that I need a different type of spiritual experience. I need a type, a different type of faith. And maybe you feel like that too. And what I'm coming up against these days is that we have viewed all of this the wrong way. We have viewed this as some sort of linear growth process that we're growing up or we're growing down or we're going forward or we're moving back. And to be one place or another, to choose one path or another means you have to cut off the other side. What if in your meditations you have your Bible still? What if in church it's okay to talk about more of a spiritual realm or the law of attraction or the universe itself as a whole? You know, what if God, Jesus, universe, all of what if all of those things are talking about the same thing and we're bypassing half the picture every time we turn around just for no reason? I find myself more met, my needs more fulfilled when I'm allowing myself to just expand and add you know, the law of attraction had a place for me in my journey. You know, the mindset, the science behind what my brain is doing to me, whereas it relates to heart coherence and brings all of that into peace. You know, where was Jesus on that scale? Surely mind and heart coherence is something he was a master at. So then in the, the spiritual realm, as far as a teacher is concerned, Jesus is still regarded as a heavy teacher, an awesome teacher. So what disservice are we doing to cut him out to go one way or to try and belong for no reason other than the obligatory sense of, okay, I need a category, I need a label. We have so many different religions. And I'm literally just talking about the one that seems to be juxtapositioned against spirituality the most. You know, we don't, we don't talk about how any other religion seems to flash in the face of spirituality other than the Christian one. And why? It's, you know, it makes sense to me to assume that Jesus meditated. It makes sense to me to assume that that man had zero doubt of who he was as a son of God. And the Bible translation actually talks about being a child of God, not that you're a literal offspring of God, but that you are a child of God. And that is true for all of us. Son of God, child of the universe, all of this language that gets us so pivoted against one another. And Jesus become a trigger word. And for no reason. For many reasons of that which we have done to ourselves, you know, the religion, you know, the extremes on any side you know, with the overly spiritual, we have the overly religious. Those people are not really what I'm talking about. I'm talking about the reasonable ones in the middle who don't know which direction to go because they think they have to, they have to go a direction. What if 
they don't cancel each other out. You know, ask yourself that. In your experience of faith, in your experience of spirit, do you really feel like, where is that coming from? That you feel like you have to turn from one to go to the other? Does that come from a deep heart conviction? Does that come from something that you've read? Or does it come from an association or an assumption of what society, what we've done to each other in these camps of this is where affluent white families live. This is where prominent Christians live. This is where Catholicism thrives. This is the Jewish community. This is, is it something that you're doing to yourself? And then think about it, where have you found the most peace? Where have you been peaceful? Have you ever been peaceful? Have you found that you've adopted enough? Have you, you know, are you still in the search for knowledge? Are you still exploring? And would the God that you know and you correlate with and you relate to and you love or that loves you, would they shun that? I can't help but thinking that, you know, a perfect, the ideal of perfect perfection, God is love. You know, we, I think we can all agree that God is supposed to be the face of love. I can't imagine something that is known for love to turn around at something it's created. And because they're in an exploration phase or a questioning or an adoption or an evolution of their knowledge of me, if I were God, and they're just finding their way to me closer and, and gaining things along the way that could potentially add to their context of who I am to them. I can't imagine turning my face on that and saying, I'm sorry, no, you've gone the wrong way. There are methodologies and tools that can be used against us, no doubt. But if we're leading with our heart and our mind in coherence with one another, and we are truly able to develop that inner compass and that knowing that questioning system that goes within, deep within, that knows what it knows inherently. If we follow that, I don't think we can go wrong. You know, it could be a total hallucination, but, you know, our, our rules, our stuff that we put on things, our labels, our limits, that's where we go wrong. We can, be, we can be tripped, we can be stumbled. We, you know, Christians talk about being tempted by uh, the enemy a lot. But a mind that is coherent with its heart, with that heart planted firmly in the soil of what it truly believes in, inherently, because if it is a child of God, where it's planted is a good place. I don't think that somebody can be tempted too far from God. We are always in the palm of of God's hand. Even if we stray, even if we go really, really far, I tell you, in my experience, I have definitely felt that I have strayed far. I have found myself so lost, so upside down in my own journey with spirit, with my own journey with religion and faithfulness. And I still found myself, the moment I turned, the moment I pivoted, the moment I added something to it, the moment I allowed my heart that space to breathe and go this way, and more, and more, and here you go, even in the contrast, even in the doubt, even in the darkness, that stuff was all powerful, powerful information to help build that contrast. Because once you have a contrast, you know where you're supposed to be. You know how you don't want to feel. 
And the more you feel it, the more you go, okay, I have more information of how this develops the not wanted path. And so I can turn better. I don't think God or the universe or source or the creator of all that we live in cares much for the places that we can also get to that are off, you know, off, off, out of the way. I think those also provide valuable information because when you know when you don't, where you don't want to go and what you don't believe in and what doesn't feel good, you know even more and that much more of where you do want to be, where you are supposed to go, what does align with you. It's all just information. And if we could start allowing ourselves the permission to have that journey, that spiritual journey, that faithful journey, that religious journey, whatever, as, as one, as a collective input, every step on that map counts. Every step gets us closer. We are supposed to experience ourselves as an, ex- an ever expansion. And I think we do us a huge disservice by moving it up, moving it down, going right or wrong. It's all information. And so if you're struggling with where do I fit in, you know, I just, I feel like I'm adding more to my radar, more to my mind, more to my heart than the women in my church, the, the men in my church. Or, you know, I start to feel like I'm being isolated or alienated from my spiritual group of girls because I still go to church or I have a Jesus, I pray. You know, I would, I would question if you're really among your peers, among people on your path that you're meant to be around. What is meant for you will not miss you. And so when you recognize something that does not, no longer serves you, no longer is in alignment, let it go and move closer. And when you find something that does feel good, does resonate, does hit you where it counts, add it in and keep doing that. If it's a little bit here and a little bit there and a little bit there, if you're aligned with yourself, what you add will be for your good. If you're not aligned, you know, taking on information could be a bit of a challenge because if you're not aligned, you don't necessarily know what's true for you. You don't necessarily know the direction you're going. Alignment with yourself is key first. Who is that? What is it founded in? Where are its values? What does it believe? And then go out into the world and seek your faith. Now I want to hear from you. What stood out to you most? Stirred inspiration, questions, or created a breakthrough? Drop me a line at carapayton.com or in the Unshakable Women's Facebook group. You never know who has the same questions or that can be there to support you. If you liked this episode, share it with a friend. This might just be the thing they needed to hear. And thank you for joining me for another episode of the Happiness Habit Podcast. Until next time, keep moving forward. Your best life happens when you become your best self and the world needs that person in it.